Well, it's good to have our graduates with us this morning, even though it's a little bit weird, huh? Class of 2020 is going to be forever remembered. So you guys are very, you're very unique. You're the COVID generation. As I was kind of praying over and thinking about what to say, uh, we have a gift for you after Mass. And so I'd like, if you guys are up for it, I'd love to take a picture with you. Um, And we have a little gift to give you. And on the back of that, I put, be holy. That's it. Be holy. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Saving Private Ryan, but at the end of that movie, the captain, right, who went to save Private Ryan, is on the the bridge and he's dying. And the whole cohort has died trying to save this one guy. And he goes up and he's like, Captain, you're going to make it. And he looks at him and he says, Ryan, earn this. Earn what these men have done for you. And he dies. And at the end of the movie, he's standing at the graveside of that captain. And he's an old man. And he says to him, almost in a prayer, he said, every day I've tried, I remember those words on that bridge. And every day I've tried to earn what those men did for me. And that's what I'd like to say to you. Earn that. Earn that. I heard an analogy to the Catholic Church, and it was about a business. And I gave this analogy to the grade school kids on our last uh, Mass at St. Joe's here on Thursday. And I said, imagine a business that produces something. What do you want it to produce? And unanimously, the kids all said candy. So it's all right, produces candy. So imagine that the owners of this business, candy producers, build a huge factory here on this majestic piece of land. And every day you see these big semis bringing in this stainless steel candy making equipment, the best in the world. And they hire the best chemist and the best chemist, you know, like Willy Wonka level stuff. So they're making the best candy possible and you get a tour of the place. And it's just beautiful, and the workers seem to love their job, and you're blown away by the efficiency of the place. Now imagine this, that after their first month, they made no candy. Would that be an effective business? This isn't rocket science. This is like the easiest question you're going to get students of your whole life. No, no, it'd be a terrible business. Because they're supposed to make candy. The very thing they're supposed to do, they're not doing. Jesus says in the gospel, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let me ask you a question. When you think of the Catholic Church in the modern day and age, do you think of it as a disciple-making machine? Another question. We are losing three times as much as we are gaining. Why? Because the world's voice is loud. And students, you are going to be front row for the liberal university's voice. And they are going to tell you all types of stuff that is contradictory to Christ. I dare say, and I don't think this is an overstatement, the university system is anti-Christ. It doesn't love him. And it's going to teach you not to love him either. And so you have to actively live your faith. 
If you not only want to survive at college, but you want to thrive at college. Trust me. I always tell people this. I haven't, this might be hard to believe, but I haven't always been a priest. I went to NDSU. I know the life. And I know what it does to people. Some of my best students at St. Mary's going to daily mass on Saints for Life. After two years at UND, NDSU, University of Minnesota, after two years, they were pro-choice. They didn't care about their faith. They never went to Mass. And their lives were an absolute nightmare. That doesn't have to be you. The university system is going to tell you it's about you. Jesus is going to tell you it's about others. The university system is going to tell you sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Jesus is going to tell you discipline. Who are you going to listen to? I once heard a, down at Fort Yates, there was a Native American, he told a story, he said there's two wolves inside of every human being. And they fight each other. It's the bad wolf and the good wolf. All their lives they fight each other. And one of my students said, well, who wins? And the old man said, whoever you feed. Whichever wolf you feed will win. There is this principle in our faith, it's not even our faith, it goes all the way back to the ancient Greeks, Aristotle. It's called the principle of self-actualization. I know it sounds really, woo, but if I can get it, you can get it. The principle of self-actualization simply means this. What you choose, you will become. What you choose, you will become. And so it... The end of your life, you look at your life and it's a mess and you made a bunch of terrible choices. Whose fault is it? Yours. And if you go at the end of your life and you have a beautiful family and everything's great and you serve your community and you're seen as a pillar in society, whose fault is it? Yours. Because you chose it. And you know what people are going to say to me and I hear it all the time, Father, that's fine for you to say, but you don't know what's happened to me. And I say, you know what? I don't know what's happened to you. But I know this. It doesn't define you. And as long as you let your past dictate your future, you will never have a present. And if you let your past dictate your present, you'll never have a future. Earn this. Be different. You want to be an idiot? Everybody's being an idiot at college. That's easy. You want to be different? You want to be like a rebel? You ready for this? The most rebellious thing you can do is live your faith. Because there ain't nobody doing that on college campuses. <clears throat> and so I beg you graduates, I have, we have all the faith in the world. As you go forth from these hallowed walls of St. Joseph. To be saints, to be holy, to be different, to be lights in the darkness. And above all, to go to Mass. I'm telling you, I have done, not really, I would call it a scientific experiment, but I would call it a theological experiment. Every person that I know that stays connected to the Mass in college 
comes out safe on the other side. You leave the Eucharist, you leave Jesus. And if you leave Jesus, good luck. The forces of darkness are way too strong for you to fight alone. I want to tell you a story about, I heard this from Father Mike Schmitz, he's a, <clears throat> the chaplain at the University of Duluth. Anybody going to Duluth? Uh, well, bummer. <laughs> Good, then I could use this and you'll never hear it from him. <clears throat> he told this story about this uh, group of people, they were called the Humane Society. And it's not the one that, you know, shows Silent Night with dogs to make you feel terrible about yourself. This is the original Humane Society. They were based in Nantucket Island off the coast of New England. And between Nantucket Island and New England, there was, in the ocean, there's a lot of level changes. And boats would often run aground and sink and people would die. The people of Nantucket Island began to be sick of this. They, they said, we got to do something about this. All these people are dying. And so they set up these things called huts of refuge every three to five miles all the way around the island. And they were manned 24 hours, 7 days a week by, you ready? Volunteers. They weren't paid. And when a ship ran aground, they went out in their little, little boats with oars. And they would go and save as many possible people as they could. They were saving people they didn't even know. Because they didn't want them to die. And they had a motto, man, when I heard this motto, it rocked my world. It is so awesome. This was their motto. You have to go out. You don't need to come back. You know what that means? You know what their motto means? When the ship ran aground and people were dying, you ha- there is no choice. You must go out. Even if it costs you your life because you might not come back. And you know what? A lot of them died. They died saving people they didn't even know. Where is that soul of America? What happened to it? Where people were willing to give their lives so that others could live. That's the Christian message. That's what we've tried to pound into your heads Sunday after Sunday. And so my, you have to go out. Even if it costs your life, and I'm not talking your physical life, I'm talking your social life. How many times do you and I back down from fighting back, from debating our faith? You know what I would kill to do? This this just came into my head. This is part of the ADHD thing I would kill. That's terrible. I would, (laughs) I wouldn't kill. I would love to go back to college and pose as just a normal student and go to parties and debate with people about the faith. It would be so fun. Because when it comes to the faith, people are so stupid. They really are. They have, they're so ignorant about the Catholic faith. And Jesus is calling you to go out and be a light on the darkness of these campuses. To make a difference. 
to earn what your parents have done for you. All the sacrifices they've made to get you to this day. Not to throw it all away. Drop out. You have an opportunity. A huge opportunity. And so like at the disciples as they're looking up into the sky. Right, we heard in the gospel. You know what the angels say to him? Why are you looking up into the sky? You know what the translation of that is? Get to work. <laughs> Quit standing there looking up. Quit standing there not being active in your faith. Go out. Baptize all nations. That's what he told you to do. Get going. And that's all of our calls. I'm not just speaking to the graduates. I'm speaking to all of us. Get to work. So that we may once again become that disciple-making machine. You know what the real kicker about the Humane Society is? They eventually partnered with the Coast Guard. And then eventually the Coast Guard took over. Because the people at the Humane Society said, the life-saving business, that's not our job. That's somebody else's job. And you know what? It still exists, the Humane Society. It exists in the Northeast, in New England. But you know what they do now? They have fundraisers, dinners, auctions. Raise money so that other people can save lives. They lost the mission because they quit practicing the life-saving business. My prayer for you graduates is you stay close to Jesus in the Mass. Find your Newman Center. Find a parish. I don't... Whatever. Don't miss Sunday Mass. Even at my worst, I never missed Sunday Mass. I didn't receive the Eucharist because I shouldn't. But I was always there. And I believe that that's the anchor that will hold your heart to the cross of Christ. In order to renew the culture and start producing disciples, it's our witness that's going to change the culture. And so with all the state of affairs that's going on in America, I'd say this to all of us. Because I've heard a lot of complaining about the state of affairs in America. And I've done my fair share. Don't complain about our country. Do something and change it.